0: Welcome back to Mining Stock Daily with me, Paul Harris. Today we're talking about copper exploration in Chile. We have great pleasure to be joined by Paul Gao, CEO of Tribeca Resources. Good afternoon, Paul. Oh, good afternoon, Paul. Thanks for having me. You're more than welcome. We've just come back from a site visit to your La Higuera IOCG project. Um, You're very much an early stage. Uh, junior explorer. Um, let's talk a little bit, let's get straight into the project, La Higuera. W- w- what's the opportunity there? W- what, do you, what do you think you've got there and what are you looking for? Yeah,
1: oh look, thanks Paul. Yeah, look, the, the La Higuera project, um, the opportunity really is to be looking for what's called an IOCG deposit, which is iron oxide, copper, gold deposits that you find in the coastal belt in, in northern Chile. Um, there's very, um, I guess, historic, early 1900s, high-grade um, uh, workings throughout the area with extensive adits and, and, and open pits, etc., which you, you saw this morning as we travelled around. Uh, we're not focused on those. Instead, we're looking for, for larger systems, uh, copper-gold systems, uh, that, that are outcropping, out, out, outcropping but also under significant gravel cover out to the, out to the west of, of La Higuera. So, so we see really the opportunity for discovery there and, and for large systems. We're, we're looking for, for large ICG systems, you know, the 100, 100 million ton type, type systems. Uh, and, and we think that there's extensive areas out there that haven't been properly tested and those things may exist under those gravel covers.
0: Okay. Mm. Um, you're drilling at the moment. You've got a, what, 2,800 metre drill program underway. We saw the druids today. We saw a core coming out. Um, it looks like there's some interesting uh, sulphide mineralisation there. What are the aims of the, the drilling program?
1: Yeah, look, look. The, the aims, I guess, were pretty simple, and, and you're right there, we're, we're drilling about 2,800 metres at two different targets. One's called Gabby and the other is called uh, Chesposo, and they're about three kilometres apart. And both of those have um, significant pre-existing drilling with historic intersections, and, and so where we've done most of our work at a place called Gabby um, back back in the late 2000s there, there was uh, 12 holes drilled and, and the best intersection there was about 285 metres at 0.4% copper. Um, so, so pretty significant mineralised system but it was the northernmost hole that was drilled so we're essentially stepping out to the north of that under the gravel cover to determine if we can, uh, if we can uh, A, determine the size of that system and B, find any vectors to maybe where the higher grade may be within those systems. So, so yeah, we're, we're happy, we're just sort of starting to wrap up drilling at that target and uh, we've submitted a lot of samples off to the lab so we're, we're waiting for those results with, uh, with bated breath.
0: Okay, some of the drill core as I mentioned we, that we saw this morning looks pretty interesting. When can we expect to see some of these uh, drill results being press released? Yeah, press releases should be
1: coming out. I would expect maybe in about um, early, early to mid February. Uh, once we get those results back from, from the from the labs and, and we can have a good look at them, give us some QA, QC, make sure they're all, all, all up to spec, uh, and, and then we'll start the results coming out. We'll probably release results, so we, we've been putting drill holes in about every every week, uh, so we'll expect to have staggered results coming out in news releases, I'd imagine.
0: Okay, thank you. Now obviously it's very early days for you, but you know, looking ahead into the future, into building a, a copper mine, potentially building a copper mine. Um, Laguerre seems to have some very, very good infrastructure. A lot of companies say that. This seems to be very much the case. We, yes. we drove to site in a VW goal. Mm. Uh, it's just off the Pan-American Highway. You've got the high-tension power lines running over your property. Um, there's CMP, which is a Chilean company who produces iron ore all along that belt. So they've got infrastructure. They've got port, port facilities um Higuera is an historical mining town so you've got a, a skilled mining pro mining workforce there you seem to have a lot of good things running in your favor from an infrastructure point of view yes i couldn't have, couldn't have said it better myself paul
1: and and it is it is quite amazing when when you you drive up through the area and, and those high high voltage power lines and and the highway etc and you know what 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 pull us towards this part of the IOCG belt, and particularly IOCG belt in general, is that you're at, uh, at low altitude, um, which is often a consideration. And, and if you look at where we, where we were today, it was approximately 500 metres elevation. So, so we can access it all year round with all those roads, Uh, etc so it's great for exploration and and even more importantly if you do um, go to develop a mine um, you have a have a lot of capex benefits in terms of that infrastructure already being there and 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 I guess in general you tend to find juniors are focused in the IOCG belt because it is very different uh, exploration and building costs uh, as opposed to up up in the high andes which is obviously a lot more difficult to work in.
0: I'm so glad you mentioned that because that you know that's one thing I wanted to ask you about is um, a, a lot of explorers I imagine historically Have focused on the looking for the mega porphyries in the high Andes, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 metres of elevation. Um, The new wave of explorers in Chile, such as yourself, uh, seem to be focusing at lower elevations, the coastal belt. Um, Why why is that?
1: Yeah, I guess, um, and and, and you're right. It is it is the place to focus for, for juniors. And and there's a couple of aspects. I guess the first is, is the cost, obviously. It's a lot less expensive to explore. You don't need to be getting bulldozers up there to cut tracks in. And then, then the second aspect is the timing as well. So that if, if you're working up in the high Andes, you're restricted to those summer seasons when you can work. Um, and, and we know for juniors that, that timing is off, often, often critical, that you, you can't afford to be waiting around for the, uh, for the snow to thaw or whatnot. So, so it's the, the cost and the timing of the IOCG belt is, is incredibly uh, conducive to, to, to be able to do positive exploration work.
0: Um, as, as a new junior, you seem to be incredibly frugal. You don't have a corporate head office, you don't have an exploration office in Chile, in Santiago. Um, the drilling cost, I think uh, your exploration manager said was 130 US dollars per meter, all in. Uh, so it seems you're being very parsimonious with your spend. <laughs> yes, yes, parsimonious is, is, a, is a very good word, Paul.
1: Um, yeah, and, and that's, that's, that's our attitude and, and it's our culture at the company, uh, you know, up, up until about six months ago, uh, before this drilling program and, and some geophysical work we've been doing, uh, you know, uh, my, the President uh, Thomas Schmidt and myself have been funding the company out of our own pockets, so um, it tends to focus the mind on, on cost and expense. Um and we've tried to continue that continue that culture onwards. And as you said, we don't we don't have um, large um, infrastructure here in in Chile in terms of offices, et cetera. We tend to use um, various consultants and contractors and and our our head office is actually out of our our lawyers office in in Santiago. So we try and keep those costs to a minimum um, because we know that uh, dollars is is what it's all about uh, in the junior market.
0: Okay. Um, I think I may be correct in saying you're the the newest born junior copper explorer you rto'd in the tsxv in uh, october november last year so you're only what three months old at most um tell us a little bit about that experience obviously the copper market had a bit of a dip last year investors love copper then they didn't and now copper's at four dollars twenty again investors seem to be coming back it seems your your rto was uh, very well timed from that point of view yes well well let's hope that's the case paul um, and yes,
1: so it was late October that our RTO completed and then we traded, started trading on the TSXV early early November. Um, I, I guess we were a little different to, to a lot of entities that enter, enter the boards. It was an RTO for starters, and um, what what we did, we did not do a fundraising um, time-wise immediately with the RTO. So back that that was in uh, October 2022. But in January of 2022 was when we did our initial fundraising, which which was about 2.1 million US uh, dollars. So so we managed to do that funding, which we raised raised privately, um, particularly from a lot of lot of mining savvy um, investors. Uh, so, so we did that at the start of the year and then we've held that money until the RTO happened in, in October and now we've started to, to utilise that funding for, for our, our drilling program. So, so, so in terms of timing, I, I guess we, we were somewhat, somewhat um, lucky, um, but, but tied in with that is we, we have been very frugal and tried to maintain our funding for when we really need it.
0: Well luck's obviously a key part of uh, exploration success and you also got some money with the RTO shell as well. Yes, that's right, that's right. The RTO shell had, I'm not sure of the exact number
1: off my head, but it was about $600,000 Canadian uh, dollars. So, so that when we actually uh, commenced trading, uh, we had, I think it was Canadian, $2.6 million uh, in the bank. So we've started to use a little bit of that for our, our drilling program uh, of the 2,800 metres. But as you said, we're, we're being relatively frugal, and, and we think we're doing that in a low-cost manner. So,
0: um, so
1: I think we're reasonably placed.
0: Okay, so um, after the twenty-eight hundred meters, twenty-eight hundred, yeah, twenty-eight hundred meters of drilling. Presumably, at some point, um, if you're successful, you want to carry on drilling, and therefore you probably need to raise some more money next year.
1: Yes, yes. So, so the objective of, of the twenty-eight hundred meter drilling program was to determine the size of the two systems that we we were testing uh, un, under cover. Uh, and, and also as I said earlier to find some vectors to higher grade but uh, the, the objective is to say once we've done that then we'll come back for phase two and, and that will consist of a couple of uh, well I hope it will consist of a couple of different um, different uh, drilling objectives. Uh, one would be, be some infill for the drilling we've done to date uh, and then the other would be to test a few more targets that have come up out of the, uh, out of the geophysical uh, programs that we've been exercising. Okay, mm. thank you.
0: Now um, a number of other New copper juniors over the last year or so have come to sort of Chile and uh, exploration seems to be sort of ticking up. Grassroots, greenfield exploration seems to be ticking up in Chile. How would you sort of characterise the, the market for or the market appetite for junior copper explorers at the moment? Yeah, I think it's um, it's obviously been waxing and waning, and we spoke about in the
1: first half of twenty twenty two, that the market was a bit more buoyant, and it, it's been a bit more subdued. Um, obviously, with the copper price ticking up, and, and I saw yesterday it was four dollars ten. Uh, so, so that's that's a positive. Hopefully, that's going to have have an impact. Um, but I, I, I guess it it copper in South America seems to be becoming a little more important and obviously, obviously off the back of all these forecasts of, of you know doubling in copper demand within 10 years, etc. So we're, we're hoping that that plays through to, to increased investor interest and, and certainly, um, you know, we had a good look around before we, we did our RTO at the different markets and the TSX uh, seems to be the place to go if, if you're looking for capital backing for copper projects in South America.
0: Excellent. Well, I look forward to hearing the drill results in sort of February when they start coming out. Um, Tribeca Resources trades on the TSXV under TRBC. Paul Gow, CEO, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for having me. And that's all from me, Paul Harris. Stay tuned for more from Mining Stock Daily. The information presented should not be considered investment advice.